Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa Online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but I said Mr. Worldwide, and you already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Babo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how our life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. ProWrestlingSheet.com Hey, 
Happy Tuesday morning. Welcome to another episode of Collider Body Slam Raw Recap. We are, of course, uh, we had the day off yesterday for MLK Day, which uh, I hope you uh, celebrated in your own way, honoring the words of the great Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. The WWE started off the show with a tribute. But before we get to that, I am John Roker, the host of the show, joined as always by the CEO of Pro Wrestling Sheet over there, probably breaking the scoop as we speak on his phone. Ryan Seton, how are you, brother? I'm going. I'm doing all right. It's been a. It's been a crazy. It's been a. It's been a 24 hours. It has been a day the past 24 hours. It has. Um, yeah, it's been a day. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well said. A lot of meaning in that. <laughs> all right. Well, let's just jump into it then. Uh, uh, so Ross starts off with this very nice tribute to uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., which is always difficult for me to watch because I know that you know. Although they listen to the words of Dr. Martin Luther King on the <laughs> WWE, sometimes they don't, they don't carry them out. And we have yet to have a full black champion uh, in the WWE uh, for, carry any of the major titles for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. It's really rare. So, you know, it's 2019 and that still hasn't happened yet. They play this tribute to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Every year, so it's mind blowing to me. Are they just doing fan service, or do you think they really believe this stuff? They do it every year, so I think yeah, Vince, it's weird I really me. do think Vince is a big Martin Luther King you do. Jr. fan. Okay. I, regardless of Even how it can't may have, have a male regardless black, how, regardless of how it may appear, I do believe that he is okay. inspired by Martin Luther King. They do it every year. Yeah, they it's, do. It's it's uh, and then you know. Yeah, they do every year. Yeah. I, at this point, I mean, you—I would have to think that he has to be genuine about it in some way. Okay. You know? All right. All right. You don't think he's genuine about it's it? That I don't think he's genuine. Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, because like a lot of people, uh, you know, posted stuff to Martin Luther King Jr. yesterday that I'm like, uh, what? You know. So I want. <laughs> sometimes I think it's gaslighting. You know. Anyway, I don't want to get too deep into it. I no, just, I saw. It's I always saw, fascinating. When I, I see saw it. Gail Kim have a similar sentiment on Twitter. She po- she quote tweeted because Vince. Oh, she quoted Vince. Well, because yeah, because Vince Ooh. Vince tweeted that video. Yeah, because Vince used the N word in a sketch. So I mean, <laughs> I don't necessarily think he's the um, best uh, harman- uh, carrier for that kind of message. She quote tweeted Vince, and, and uh, Booker excused him. I know that, but still, she said, "Ah, there it is." She said, "All respects to Martin Luther King Jr., but is this Vince really tweeting? Is this really Vince tweeting hero with like a bunch of like the question emojis?" Mm. Yeah. So um, I don't. I mean, it's interesting. It's look. I WWE uh, has a very public image, so yeah. you know. I mean, I I I often wonder what's what what they're actually um, uh, passionate about and what they aren't. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's 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 weird. Uh, I, I do think I, even if it's maybe doesn't come across that way as Vince being the one who is inspired by Martin Luther King Jr. I yeah. think that they're. Is un- unquestionably people in the company in different Certainly. various Certainly. positions of authority mm-hmm. who do, yeah, and so I think that's that's also why it happens. But yeah. at the end of the day, I think I do think that it wouldn't happen if Vince didn't actually feel that way. That's true. It, if Vince didn't feel that way, nothing yeah. happens on that show. No, it's been happening consistently point. for years now. That's a fair point. Well, speaking of Vince, he kept pushing this narrative in this uh, opening uh, exchange with Heyman and Lesnar, and then eventually Strowman, and then Finn Balor about this idea that Balor is too small. To make it believable to defeat um, uh, to defeat Lesnar for the title, never mind the 
the same company that had Rey Mysterio uh, beat Batista for the title, but somehow Seth Rollins was champion for just like for a long yeah. time, and they're like the same size. They're like the same size, so I don't know. Uh, so it was interesting narrative to push forward. AJ Styles is like the same size as him was champion for like a year. Daniel Bryan is two feet <laughs> tall, so it's like you get that whole thing. No offense, Daniel, don't kill me, but like you get this whole narrative going forward that they're leaning into what people have been saying on the message boards. Vince is owning it now in a way and making it work for his character, doing that walk down to the stage like always. Um, and so what do you think of this whole exchange with Strowman, Lesnar, Finn Balor, and Vince? Uh, well, first I'll, I'll, I'll go for the first part. Sure. Um, Heyman and Brock. Great and Vince. stuff. Uh, so good. The Bible joke. Oh, I, my that God. Bible- <laughs> it was a <laughs> throwaway thing. <laughs> it was such a throwaway. And the fact that he's like, oh, you've been with David and Goliath? And he just said, so. oh, no, I never read the Bible. Like, I just... That was, like, such a good classic comedy of just, like, man, that's someone who's funny on their feet. Like, that yeah. was good. Yeah. Uh, same for when Vince mentioned the mushrooms uh, oh. that David was eating. And you just see Heyman go, like, mushrooms? Like, these mushrooms? Are there? So, like, I like that he was going with it. Um, I also feel like, you know, Vince and, and Paul Heyman are just masters of the microphone. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Say what you will about Vince McMahon. Uh, maybe he lost, if you feel like he's lost his creative uh, uh, passion or mm-hmm. he's not as creative as he once was, I don't care. You can't say he's not good on the mic. Yeah, I mean, Vince McMahon knows how to make a crowd unhappy. Yeah. He is so good at having the crowd in the palm of his hand and deciding whether they're going to boo him or whether they're going to cheer him. Yeah. And he makes that decision. Like, there, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. I mean, last night was a great example of that where they're all cheering for him and he in his head knows that he doesn't need them to cheer for him. Right. He needs them to cheer for Finn Balor when Finn Balor comes out here. So all he's going to do is shit on Finn Balor, yeah. talk badly about him. And in order to, like, in, in case there maybe, like, there are people in the crowd who don't, uh, who agree with what Vince yeah, is yeah, saying yeah. about the size of Finn Balor, because it's not like there aren't people who, who feel the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that he turned those people as well and like, oh, I'm in Hillbilly Land. And it was, yeah. and, and it was like, and they were like, he's like, what? Why would that make you mad? Yeah. Like, he wouldn't know why that would make them mad. And Paul Heyman having to like go to his ear like, no, 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 you have to speak slower when you say things or whatever. <laughs> I That was so good and yeah. it, it just, it had the crowd so primed to cheer for Finn Balor. I thought they did such a good job of yeah. that. Um, I didn't necessarily like Braun chiming in on the like yeah. you're too small thing because one we're supposed to be cheering for him yeah. so I didn't, I didn't quite understand that and two like they were buddies not that long ago yeah. where they were like doing things together on the show and it yeah. was like that fun buddy duo even though it wasn't like very long it was very short lived but like they were friends for a minute mm-hmm. on the show it did seem a little out of place um, but that being said I do like I, I like it because it's interesting to watch. I yeah. like that Finn Balor is being given something to work with. That they're they're using Finn Balor in some way. That they're they're trying with Finn Balor as opposed to just yeah. having him come out and smile, which yeah. has been kind of annoying for a while. So I like that end. Um, I do wonder though, like man, like you, you, similarly to coming out and saying the show sucks and then not changing anything, mm-hmm. going out there and saying Finn Balor, like you can't win, you yeah. suck. It's kind of what they're saying to him. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're small, you can never be a main eventer, blah, 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 blah. If he then loses on Sunday, which there's, there's, pretty, there's yeah. a real big possibility he's going to lose on Sunday. Yeah. I don't know if this really puts him over going forward, like in the long run. Yeah. It kind of like it, – it could end up being hurtful to him, no? It could because this is not – this is being manufactured. Whereas when it happened with Daniel Bryan, it was organic. Agreed. Right, the fans got behind him and his run, and you know, 
the the uh, the powers that be were upset about the fans like cheering Daniel Bryan and really and didn't want, they wanted to steer the fans into cheering for him and all they did was ruin Batista's return which was unfortunate and then so Daniel Bryan winning eventually at that WrestleMania was incredible but it also felt a bit anticlimactic to me because we all saw it coming. We all saw it coming. As opposed to a natural thing, we knew they were going to put him through the gauntlet and he'd come out with the championship. With this situation, this feels like the WWE is trying to manufacture the storyline again and put their spin on it. But we've seen small people beat big people all the time in professional wrestling. So it's nothing new. And Balor was the first universal champion. And to be fair, I don't think you can just say like – I feel like – Brock is a beast of, in and of itself. Like, like sure. he's not necessarily just your average big guy. Like, Brock is this like undefeatable force in, right. in WWE. Right. I mean, he lost sometimes, but you know what I mean. For the most part, yeah, yeah, he's like this like really hard thing to overcome. But 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 yes, I agree with you that it has been done before. It's not yeah. like they've never had a small guy beat a big guy before. Yeah. yeah. Um, but do you agree that it could hurt him in the long? Of course, run? of course it could. Of course it could because it just gives more fuel to the fire that he's. He's not he's championship, not championship material. material, right? And even though, like I said, he's the first Universal Champion, he might not be championship material in the long run. I don't think he is. I think they're using him as a placeholder until they get Rollins to that position. That's what I think. If if by any chance he wins, there's no way it's Rollins and Balor at WrestleMania for the title. There's no way that's happened. The rematch of like the match where the, he yeah. got injured in. No there's one cares. No that's one. not no a sellable. One, no. It would have to be a triple threat with Strowman or something, or even four way with Lesnar. That makes it. You gotta interesting. have Brock at WrestleMania. Brock's got it. Yeah. He stayed there this long. He's clearly staying at WrestleMania. Of course, it's since it's contract. I'm yeah. sure. So that's the thing that I just don't think um, Balor wins. But Balor may fight his heart out and may give match uh, Lesnar a tougher match than expected, and then that would keep him in the conversation at that point. We'll see, though. I was talking with someone last night, and I feel like the only way – not the, I shouldn't mm. say the only way. That's very dramatic. A way I feel like it, he could come out of it, even with a loss, a way where he could, like, redeem himself from yeah, it yeah, yeah. would be to – he loses. Yes. Um, and then he's unheard of. He's un, we don't hear you from him again yeah. until the shakeup where he goes to SmackDown. And on the SmackDown mm. after oh, yeah. WrestleMania – he finally shows up with the club. Like it's him and Doc yeah. and Gallows, and they're like, "Look, we've we're tired of being t- not taken seriously the past three That's years. That's a great possibility. We we're one of the biggest factions in the world, and we're tired of being nice. And we're gonna come yeah. out, and we're we're done. Like, and we get finally like heel Finn Balor on the main roster on SmackDown because yeah. I feel like after WrestleMania they're gonna switch AJ to Raw possibly. Oh, okay. This is a hunch because yeah. he's been on SmackDown so long. We've never had AJ on Raw. Yeah, Yeah. So how do you fix that? By putting Finn Balor and giving Finn Balor the push that you gave to AJ a few years back. That's great. I love it. And he mentioned the Balor Club in that promo uh, when he was out there in the ring. So certainly putting it out there, making people remember the Balor Club in some way. And he's also mentioned in that interview with ESPN, I think, that he said something along the lines of like that he felt like he relied on the demon a little bit too much in oh, NXT. right. Um, and so he's not going to be the demon at, at uh, Royal Rumble. It's amazing how that thing is like... A thing for him, the it, demon. The de- yeah, I know. It's still you. I know. <laughs> like it's you in makeup. Like, I know. I don't understand. It's <laughs> well, like it's like Tucker NXT- goes. It's like Taker goes. Should I be Eric a badass today, or should I be Undertaker? Well, to be you fair, know? in NXT that was explained much better than it ever was on okay. the main roster. That's fair. On NXT, it was like a thing he didn't want to have to bring out of himself. Right, it right. was like a thing that like he had to in like. A, like 
worst case scenario, like, I need to win. Yeah. I need to bring out this, like, inner bad person in me. Kind of like right. Venom, almost. Like, it was yeah. very similar to that, where it was like, the bad guy in me needs to go kick some ass or whatever. Right. I, I like that. Okay. It, on the main roster, they never got that across, I don't think. It was always just, <laughs> yeah, it just seemed like, hey, look, this is when Finn wears makeup. Right. And yeah. people are like, hey, if you know Finn, you know this is part of it. Yeah. Basically, it's But they accepted. didn't really, they had that one package, I remember, where they tried to explain it, but yeah. I don't think they ever did a good job of it. They, they really tried, they tried, yeah. I just don't feel like they ever did a good job of it. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like if this all leads to a final, Finn's final, uh, his his final run as a his final match as a face before yeah. we get a heel Finn Balor angry Finn Balor heel yeah I feel like that'd be money so okay. I'm I'm into that but, but I, I did like this I'm segment though it. I felt like you know Finn coming out and sp- speaking his his piece mm-hmm. and, and saying this thing it, it made him look good um and the match itself yeah. um it was it was it was a good match I yeah. like I like that we were seeing what Finn Balor would have to do yeah against Braun Strowman because Braun Strowman is is a big beast like. Uh, Brock Lesnar, so yeah. I like that we had to see what he would have to do in order to to overcome something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also like, and maybe this is just like the longtime wrestling watcher in me, but like we all know that like usually if someone's going over, they get the like lesser end of the stick on the go home show. Right, so like right. Finn Balor got the shit kicked out of him, so like he's supposed to win now at the yeah. interview. I thought that's not gonna happen. So <laughs> I also don't think he got over too much because of it because Braun did or Brock kind of squished it real fast. Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, well, uh, speaking of squishing, we had uh, Apollo Cruz and Bobby Lashley squish their pecs together uh, and their muscles together in a pose off standoff uh, here uh, with uh, Lashley getting the title put around his waist by Leo Rush. Uh, the celebration of this whole thing. It was a very uncomfortable <laughs> thing to watch because I'm just like, I get it what you're getting for the almighty, that whole promo and whatever. He's like a Greek god and all that jazz. But Apollo Crews coming in was a nice little difference. I mean, they said they were going to make changes, put people in storylines that don't normally go in storylines. This was certainly a, a something new we hadn't seen. Put in Apollo Crews uh, and have a back and forth. I liked the back and forth with him and Lashley. I thought it was funny on the podium. But in the end, the match went the way it's supposed to go. Lashley gets the victory. I, I thought Crews would have gotten the victory without the belt. You know, like, a, like it was, oh, a little scare. We'd have a program between Rumble these match, guys. Maybe. Yeah, yeah Rumble match or something. Because Crews are Really good wrestler. Oh, he's great. Yeah, athletic as hell. Who's yeah. never getting gotten a real shot on the main roster? So which this is, is surprising based on his physique. Yeah, yeah. Like you would think that's one of those guys that Vince would have fell in love with instantly. Yeah, I that's mean, what you would think. If he's a Martin Luther King guy, I would think he would. <laughs> but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you know, I actually liked the segment. I, yeah, I, I did too. I, I liked it. Um, and I don't know if it's just because I was watching Superstars for in the morning because I don't know if you saw, but WWE put up a bunch of uh, WWE uh, Superstars from 1992, the their oh. old show that oh, was wow. like yeah. WWE Superstars. I used to watch that show. I figured, yeah, that's why I watched I, it live. Son. It's, yeah, it's, right. If you watch the show, you like it. They put up a okay. bunch. They put up like a whole like a lot of episodes from 1992. Okay, which is the first time I think they've put Superstars. On wow. the WWE Network, which is that. crazy based on yeah. how long the network's been on there. Well, I mean, they want to limit the content. Yeah, but like you said, I yeah. mean, you used to watch Superstars. I sure. feel like from what I've heard, Super, I didn't start watching the Attitude Era. But like from what I've heard, Superstars was like from from what I've seen, it yeah. was Raw before there was yes. Raw. Yes. You know, so essentially, um, uh, so I, I was watching that uh, on Monday morning since we weren't here uh, mm-hmm. in the office. Um, I was watching. Some of the Superstars episodes because I didn't really watch it. Yeah, I, like I said, I started in the Attitude Era. Yeah, 
And I don't know if I just was watching too much Superstars during the day, which kind of had that simple, cheesy formula of like, here's a fun, cheesy thing, but it helps advance the story right. that these two guys are going to fight down the line. So I... I like that aspect of it. It was a very cheesy vibe to it, but it was, like, fun yeah. and not, like, insult your intelligence cheesy. Just, like, fun cheesy. It was like, oh, I like this, you know? Yeah. And so I, I, I was very in, – I, I, I was entertained by it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy, too, watching those Superstars episodes because I, I tweeted about it, yeah. but – it's crazy to see, like, how many matches were with a handsome talent. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, man, like, and on top of that, I go, man, I don't understand why we've gotten so far away from this. Because those enhancement matches really did help a lot. Mm-hmm. They were, like, t- they, they're a big part of the puzzle, I yeah. think, that we're yeah. missing right now. Is like, a lot of times you don't even know what a wrestler's finishing move is. And to me, that's really how they established them were those were those enhancement matches because it was like that's what they came out and they did. They did a few clotheslines, yeah. they did a few punches, they did a few kicks, but really they did their like two signature moves and then the finisher, and yeah. then it was over. Mm-hmm. And like the guys said their catchphrase on the way to the ring. You got to establish who they were. You heard their music, and so you like built this roster of stars yeah. based on these enhancement talent matches. <laughs> and now it's like instead of building independent. Revenue streams, uh, a la wrestlers, you're like having those independent revenue streams go yeah. against each other all the time yeah. and lowering the value of some of them, I would think, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, in the long run, yes. But, I mean, they always adjusted for that kind of stuff when it started to happen. So, you know, it was part of the game, I guess. I guess. But I just feel like even when they brought Ellsworth in. Yeah. Like, look how popular Ellsworth began, got. Mm-hmm. Just because they finally had a jobber again. Like, yeah. people were like, oh man, a jobber? Right. Hell yeah. You know, and people like those jobbers. Well, you we know? talked about it, what, last week or two weeks ago about Horowitz and uh, yeah. those other guys that were jobber, uh, Brooklyn Brawler. They, 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 were, they were characters within themselves that people look forward to watching because they always came so close or they got squashed. Yep. Right. And they almost, they rarely ever won. Or if they ever did win, it really signaled that the, the other wrestler that was a higher, more accomplished wrestler was off his game or not thinking or was distracted by other things going on in his life. So they always served a purpose that was essential to the overall storyline of the show. Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah. Someone else brought it to me on Twitter when I was talking about it. I forget exactly who it was now and I'll take forever looking up my phone. But but they brought up the fact that like they also have two performance centers filled with people you don't know. Yeah. They would get experience just sending those guys up and having them do job matches like enhancement talent matches to get experience to like see what it's like wrestling in front of that many people. Yeah. I don't really understand why it's why it's, why, it's, why it's gone away, but yes, I liked uh, I liked the cheesiness yeah. of this episode of this part. Um, the match itself did leave a little bit uh, to, to be, be desired. Desi- I agree, yeah, completely, yeah. like I, and I think that it had a lot to do with that botched gorilla pl- press slam. Oh my god! I think it really messed things up because you were like, "Shit, is he hurt?" Yeah, because me personally, when I watched, I was like, "Oh man, is he hurt?" Like, because right. I mean, obviously he dropped him because mm-hmm. it was he was in a weirdly placed but then also he was like holding on to his back yeah. like he dropped him in an awkward way the match ended kind of quickly after that so um, he still did moves here and there yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but I was wondering because you saw the referee kind of hold the back and like it looked like he was maybe signaling to the back a little yeah. bit um, so that did take away from the match a little bit unfortunately yeah. um, I'm, I'm sure it's not the f- it's a mistake. It's yeah. not like it's yeah. like he's a bad wrestler, like you said. He's such a good wrestler. Yeah. So it is unfortunate though to see that happen. Yeah, when because he's getting an opportunity. He's getting a shot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I hope that it's more like Mustafa Ali when Mustafa Ali need Daniel Bryan oh, in the right. face, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they were just like, "We get it. You nerves. Right. Like, just don't let it happen again." Right. I'm hoping that's what's going on with with uh, Apollo Cruz here. Well, if he, if, you know, if Ronda can botch, he can botch. <laughs> it also wouldn't surprise me to see maybe uh, if he's in the match. Yeah. To see 
Cruz eliminate Lashley. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then they'll continue on with that being the feud. Right, right, right. And kind of go forward from there. Yeah. We'll see with, with how Leo Rush gets involved in that as well. Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre had themselves a nice little uh, promo off. Drew, uh, I mean, uh, Seth bringing up Martin Luther King Jr., talking about his words and, you know, who you are in adversity and challenges is who you really are, that kind of stuff. And then McIntyre coming out saying, I don't, uh, you know, I'm an honest man. I don't like to hear you lie to yourself and other people about your prospects, blah, blah, blah. Talking about how they're going to go at it at in Royal Rumble, who's going to win the Rumble. Then they go at it. Rollins defeats McIntyre by pinfall. That was a good match. Um, not a great match, but a good match. McIntyre got the best of them from majority of the match. And These the two put on good matches thing. always. They do. They do. And we've seen it many times. Yes. So what did we serve with this? Was this just filler for a three-hour show? This particular match is further anything at all? Because I feel like it didn't. Other than they might have a confrontation at the Rumble when they're in the ring. That's really all it yeah. did. Yeah. Um, while watching this, I was wondering... Well, one, okay, yeah, I agree. The match was good, but it's just like we've seen it so many times. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. We've seen it so many times now. I just didn't... I didn't know what I was going to see that was different. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. There was good spots in there, blah, 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 blah. So I'm not going to, like, pick it apart or anything. It just didn't excite me. It right. just wasn't like, it was like, okay, cool, we saw this. We saw a dramatic time yeah, with yeah. Seth Rollins. Again, Again. I didn't love Rollins' promo for some reason. Okay. I was just kind of like... Just kind of like some of the stuff he was saying. I was just like, what's he saying? Yeah. Like, right? Like, it was just like, what's he... What's, what point is he trying to get across it here? It seemed like he got too earnest and vulnerable as opposed to like playing the character that he yeah, plays. Yeah, I think you're right. That's a really good way of wording it. He yeah. felt too earnest. You're like, like, and we all know Seth Rollins. Yeah, we know Seth. We know that Seth Rollins is not that. Yeah, I don't want Burn It All Down to be like, hey, so I was thinking if it's cool, can we do th-? like, burn it down? Yeah. Like, I wanted that. And I also was kind of liking that he was like taking what Triple H said to heart was like yeah. fine yeah I'm gonna bring back old Seth Rollins yeah. and he was kind of doing that yeah. and then he lost the title and now it's just kind of like oh yeah. well I'm here and hopefully I'm gonna win you know, I lost my family and you know I had two belts before and was, yeah. Son, yeah it was too like it was too yeah, yeah. muted it, it was, was like yeah I didn't, like, I didn't love it yeah, McIntyre pretty much won this whole thing. Yeah. Promo and the match, in essence, even though he lost the match, he won the match, yeah. in my opinion, with his abilities in the ring. Do yeah. you think – I tweeted about this, um, and I was wondering what your opinion is. Yeah. You know, we a, f- a while back when it happened, we were on here talking about how um, the angle thing, the yeah. angle and Drew McIntyre Oh, thing. yeah, yeah, um, And I've noticed they've been kind of mentioning it again. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that? Yeah, they yeah. kind of mentioned on commentary. It wasn't something they mentioned. He's going to show up. He's going to – okay, my question is this. Yeah. Do you think that Drew McIntyre? Sorry, do you think that Kurt Angle returns the Royal Rumble, eliminates Drew McIntyre, and then we get Drew McIntyre versus Kurt Angle at WrestleMania? God no, that's a squash match, don't you think? Because well, we had this conversation this a few Rollins... weeks. We had this conversation when when Kurt Angle got beat, got the shit beat out of him, right? And 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 I said I would like the redemption of like old man Angle, mm-hmm. like coming back to like almost like a Lo- a Logan situation where it's like no, Kurt Angle has to show that like he's still a bad. So yeah. I I've already kind of stated that I would believe that it could be a right. it could be a captivating storyline of like Kurt Angle getting wanting one more chance to show that he's a badass. Yeah, I'm into that. Okay, uh, but. I seem to be in the minority here a little bit because when I yeah. tweeted that prediction, a lot of people didn't seem to agree. The lot of people were like, no, no, please, no. Well, because they said we're making these changes. We're going to bring new people in. We're going to do the storylines. Bringing an old wrestler from back then to take on McIntyre and have him face him at WrestleMania seems like walking backwards, not walking well, forwards. Okay, yes, yes. It's not, like, gonna it's have... not like Sting versus Rollins. That was a, that's different. Sting has a little, a, a, uh, it's kind of the same thing. 
Yes, maybe, because I don't think McIntyre has the legacy that Rollins did going into that match with Sting. And Sting showed that he could still do it. He was still wrestling at a certain level. And we've seen and I, Drew McIntyre Angle. versus Kurt Angle a couple times. Yeah. Not in WWE necessarily, but I think they wrestled in TNA as well. Or yeah, Impact yeah. Or whatever. that's right, that's right. Um, I, I get I get that, but we're obviously going to have legends at WrestleMania. Yeah, that's sure. WrestleMania. So he can be part of the legend stuff. I just don't see him being part of the like the actual guys that are doing it now. So you wouldn't you'd want to see him in a tag match again? Because wasn't that what he was last year with Ronda? Yeah, no. So you don't want to see him at all at WrestleMania? I'd love to see Kurt at WrestleMania. I love Kurt doing what? A Legends Royal Rumble, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> I mean, I just don't want him coming out in the Conquistador <laughs> outfit anymore. I'm what uncomfortable if- watching his balls jiggle in that outfit. I'm uncomfortable. I'm letting you know it's uncomfortable to watch those gold tights. I don't know what Rogan's his watching while watching wrestling sometimes. <laughs> Too many man parts. <laughs> um, I, I want to hear what you guys think on that one. Yeah, I, sure. Before I say it at the end, I want to tweet me or leave it in the comments. I want to know what you guys think about that <laughs> one, that idea. Because I, I feel like I've gotten both sides on that one. Yeah. Some people have your reaction. Some well, people. I just don't see setting up Rollins versus McIntyre in this promo and not having that be the thing that happens in the Rumble. Why have Angle get involved at all? It, unless Rollins and Angles, Rollins and Angle, like Angle distracts McIntyre and Rollins throws him over, or Rollins distracts McIntyre and Angle throws him over, and then uh, Rollins throws over Angle. That I just makes think sense. that you need Drew McIntyre in a marquee match you do. at WrestleMania. You do, but it's and not I, Angle. But who? Rollins. It'll be Rollins. But Rollins might be going up against Brock. You think Braun and Brock? So you think Rollins and McIntyre, just no title, no nothing, just the two of them. Mm-hmm. But we've literally seen that match. We literally just said right now <laughs> that we were unexcited to see it on That's Raw. True. That's true. Why would anyone be excited to see that at WrestleMania? I think it's good. Maybe it's Ambrose and Rollins versus Ziggler and McIntyre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, you, even trying to book his nope. way out of that yeah, one. I can't. Yeah, I can't. It's a terrible idea. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. We'll see what happens. Lucha House Party taking on and Jinder Mahal taking on Singh Brothers. Oh, I mean, sorry, Lucha House Party taking on Jinder Mahal and the Singh Brothers. What a waste of time this was. I, I don't understand this match at all. What was the point? It's, a, it's six people need to get paid for doing work, and they did it. Oh <laughs> uh, well, I will say this much: I like to see the Singh Brothers being used finally in a match. Good God, it's been so long, right? And they just get tossed around. Yep. I like they have their gear on them. Like you know, that's like just a wrestler thing. They were like, "Hey, you're in a match. Do you got your gear? Yeah, of course I have my yeah. gear. I'm a wrestler, I'm a professional." Yeah. Yeah, I'm a professional wrestler. Yeah. Um, I'm wrestling a 7-Eleven set. <laughs> yeah. um, so I, I, I liked that the Singh brothers were, were being used in a match. Mm-hmm. I felt like, you've got them. They're both healthy. Why not just utilize yeah, them? Yeah, you yeah. know, the tag division could use extra hands. You know, it's, right. not, it's not like they can't. Um, so I liked that aspect of it. Um, you know, the match was it, it, it was what it was. It wasn't anything too mind-blowing or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, did the revival thing happen before or after this? Uh, which which revival thing? When they were talking to Vince. Uh, I think it was before this. Was so. it before this? Yeah, yeah, because then their match is a little bit later. Okay. Did you like that thing? I, that's okay. I, I don't like anything with the revival, I'll be honest with you now. <laughs> you don't like anything with the revival? I don't revival? think their hearts are in it. I think they want to go. Well, you read? Did you read the story from this weekend? You said they did. They no, I didn't. Tell so uh, they did they submit or did they not? submit? So they did ask for their release. Okay, they did ask for their release, and it wasn't necessarily because of their push, right? It was basically because of the tag division as a whole. That, from what I've been told, it was just like that's a fair fed up. I think with that's fair. The lack of direction, the lack of storyline, the lack of putting the champions on the show, the lack of time in the match. This is what happens when you have another place to go. All of a sudden, wrestlers go, 
Maybe I don't have to keep eating shit out of a bowl. I can do something here and go to yeah. another place that will take advantage of my – and maybe it won't make the money that, that I make at WWE, but at least I'll be happy. Yeah. And that's what matters more than anything else to a lot of people. Yeah. I mean from what I'm told, like the boiling point was really like – they were like, hey, like the match wasn't – like the tag champions weren't even on right. Raw right. that same week. And like most people can't even tell you who the tag champions are. Right. You know, and so um, it was very much like a boiling point of just like – had it up to here mm-hmm. with with that situation, um, and also just like the way they've treated tag tag teams like the club, yeah. Where like look what the club was and what they've become. Hey, look at AOP. Where the hell have AOP been? It's literally the other one. Yeah. Well, apparently, apparently one of them is injured. That's where they've been. Okay, but they from what I was told, the AOP and like their call up, yeah. initial like being brought, then like absent mm-hmm. was another part of it. Of like look what they did. They could have been the next, yep. you know, huge tag team, and instead they're. Like peeing on things, they got people managing yeah. peeing on stuff. I think that's the biggest uh, mistake they've made overall creatively is they've pissed away some really great tag teams and been unable to write for them. It's not the t- fault of the talent; no. it's the fault of creative and the writers not creating stronger storylines for these guys to do. There's no way they can't kill it in NXT and with and be put in creative situations that make sense and blow it. That's just not. Dave Shy, they have a track record. All of them do. Of making uh, something great out of nothing or uh, just a little bit, but this this is they've pissed it all away. We could be like looking at oh, it's AOP versus the Ascension. Oh my God, at WrestleMania is going to be great, but no, they haven't like let them have these incredible matches and written storylines for them that make sense. Yep, I couldn't agree more with you. Yeah. I couldn't agree more with you. I felt the exact same way that it's like. I love tag team wrestling. Yeah. Some of my favorite, almost all my favorite wrestlers all started out in tag teams. Like, I, I mm-hmm. love tag team wrestling. I, I huge, huge, huge fan too, of it. That's yeah. why I'm such a big Hardy Boys fan. Yeah. Like, they were the shit when I was a kid, you right. know? Like, they were the coolest tag team, and I still love them to this day, yeah, you, you know? And I feel like a lot of them are the same way with, like, the Rockers or, yep. or the Rock and Roll Express and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's, it's silly to me that tag team wrestling is just so... It's just treated as garbage yeah. in WWE for yeah. some reason. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's weird. Um, but I, as someone who likes when WWE blends reality and fiction, just wrestling, when yeah. wrestling blends reality with fiction a little bit, um, I like that because I think that that's when people enjoy wrestling the most because they're saying to themselves, was that real? Yeah. That, and I think that that is a big part of when wrestling is is um, agreed uh, is successful. Yeah. So I liked seeing they played off of the reports of them asking for their release yeah. a little bit and have a backstage where Vince is like, t- you know, listening to them complain in the backstage area. I liked I liked they did they played that. into it because yeah. they mention it later on when the match happens. You know, yeah. they they argued for what they wanted and they got it. Yeah. And, uh, so uh, uh, as as if it's wrong to ask for what you want in the world. Uh, <laughs> Elias uh, took on Baron Corbin here. Uh, oh man, I don't like any of this. Nope. None of this. Anything with Corbin, what does he have? I need to know. There are people that are very talented on the roster that aren't being used. No. And I like Baron Corbin. Like, I don't think Baron Corbin isn't talented. I just don't think that Baron Corbin is is as over as they are, are making him out to be. And I don't know what the deal is. They've always really been obsessed with yeah. Baron Corbin yeah. for some reason. Um, but we I, say this all the time, though. Yeah. We I, say this one wrestler comes in, and you, you don't understand why he's getting such a push. It drives you insane. He's tall. They won't listen. He's very tall. That's yeah. why he's getting a push. Yeah, yeah, and they won't listen. Yeah. He's tall. And he'll kick, he will kick your ass. Of course. Yeah. I, I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to get into it with Corbin. It's, it's uh, an opinion. Uh, but, I, yeah, I, I didn't like the Elias... They're pissing away the Elias they thing. They are. They, made, they turned him face, and then they gave him nothing to yeah. do. Yeah. Nothing to do. It was do. pointless to turn him face if you were just going to yep. have him be lame now. Yep. 
Like, at least push them towards something. Right. But they've just been real stop and start on what they want to do with Elias now. Yeah. And that has been frustrating to watch, very much so. Right. Um, and especially having him lose to Baron Corbin. Yeah. Like, what does that accomplish? Like, what, is, what, what are we doing here? Yeah. Like, this was, this was the definition of... Of time filler, yeah, like a, just a straight up time filler. Yeah, waste of time. Yeah, waste of damn time. Anyway, less said about that, the better. Who knows what happened? I feel bad for Elias. Uh, he should take a look at all the league. Uh, uh, all right, I'm <laughs> no, my... Vince loves him. Even if even if there's this weird, well, then give him something to do. Agreed. But Vince McMahon loves him. Yeah. Would you SmackDown? Do you think he'd be good on SmackDown? I just want to see you move him... AJ and then put him in that slot. I hate to say this because I know people love it. I think his character needs to progress. I'm tired of just watching him do this guitar. I agree. I'm so tired of just watching him do this. I also didn't love it right away. It took me a minute yeah. to get on board, yeah. but now I've already gotten over it again. Yeah. Like I'm already just like I'm very much not in. I'm I'm a person who doesn't like repetition too often. Mm-hmm. Like to repeat the same thing, I get bored of it. Yep. You know, and so yeah, like I don't see anything that that is that different in his concerts yeah. every week that is making me like be like, oh, we have to see this every week. It's just right. like a moment of bliss where I'm just like. Okay, we get it. Just give us something that's entertaining, though. That they call that a segue, because that's what we're talking about next. That, Moment of bliss. Yeah, that's good. absolutely. It's very well done, right? Uh, you know, Alexa Bliss comes out as beautiful as. Uh, yeah. The makeup, the eye makeup was a little heavy this time. It was a little weird for me to see that. Like, it was heavy, heavy. I, could, I, I thought something was wrong with the right eye because I could barely see it on TV. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is weird. Uh, but uh, she came out, did I'm her not, thing. I, I have no place to uh, talk about someone's makeup. Could never do myself. <laughs> so that's all you wrote. I'm not trying to talk crap, but just saying. Uh, but she came out and, uh, um, you know, Nia came out with her. They had a little bit of exchange. You can see them together again. They're, they're, I always love them as a as You a duo. left out one part of this all that right, was fucking ridiculous. Was the co- is this it. the coffee cup? No, just. Just the reading her name mm. or reading all the names. It was like so ridiculous. Yeah. It was just so, so, we didn't need you to come out and read every single person's name that's listed that's been involved in the Rumble so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we know who all those people are when you put the picture up. It was yeah. so awkward. Like Bailey, Nia Jax, Mickey James, but like I said, Alicia it's a, Fox. It's a three-hour show. They got to fill it somehow. So maybe know, they thought this would put some minutes in. It was just such lazy. Like, I was like, yeah. We looked at the picture. Like, it it's right there. Yeah. It's like, I, maybe that was just me. I don't know. I mm-hmm. was just like, I was very bored during this part. Agreed. Uh, it devolved into a rumble. Ever Moon came out, challenged Naya. Uh, and I, of course, making these comments off the off the mic that, that foment the stuff. Then uh, then it was, what, it was Mickey James. Uh, no, uh, Alicia. no, it was the captain, Alicia, who was great. Jesus Christ. Alicia's so good. She is. The captain stuff is brilliant. Yeah. Yes, she was great. And you know, those ladies don't know what to do with her half the time because <laughs> she is, like, crazy good. And being weird and all that stuff, it just works so well. Uh, and then Riot Squad comes out, and Nikki Cross comes out, which I thought was a little weird. And then uh, Alexa gets on the chair, yells at them, says it's her show. Um, and then Lacey comes out. Um, well, man, first they all, yeah, they first all, they all leave. They get into a no, brawl. You look, you went, first they all brawl. They and leave. We see part of the brawl. The back. Then Alexa announces that she's, she's going to be in the Royal Rumble, right, which is great. Then Lacey interrupts her and right. says she's also going to be in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah. I just want to get to the Lacey stuff because uh, you didn't like it. I don't like it. Really? I don't like it. I kind of liked it. I know. I know. There. I'm not in the Lacey camp. I no. know a lot of people are in the Lacey camp. <laughs> I think it's such a good. Ca- I actually think she's a great heel. She's such a. Like, you do? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I love all that nasty stuff, and she's like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know why? Because at the end of the day, heels are supposed to trigger people, of course, and she triggers the hell out of people. She does. She. Triggers the hell out of yeah. people. Like people are so frustrated with posts like the women's places in the kitchen stuff and all that kind of thing. And right. she's like teaching people how to make sweet tea on Twitter, and they 
it seems to rile people up. And so I think it's very good and it's effective. It's good marketing. Yeah, yeah. It's for sure. I I, I like that part of things. Um, Did you like any of this? <laughs> did you like any of this? I liked it. Yeah, I know I, you don't like Moment you? of Bliss stuff. I, I liked it. The I whole thought. segment as a whole? Uh, pretty much. Oh, the reading of the names is a little weird, but I liked her like trying to start talking with Nia, and then I liked the brawl. The brawl thing was fun to watch. Because you know, it just gets you uh, ready for it. Because remember, this is uh, the send-off show. It gets you ready for the Rumble. But the only thing I didn't like was Lacey. Because I, I, I didn't like the outfit she was wearing. I didn't like the hat. Like, all of it just, it was like mom has shown up from the 1920s. And you're just like, yeah, but that's kind of her character. Yeah, but there's a way to be classy without looking like grandma. There's a way to be classy without, so like, she did classy stuff, like where she looks like a pinup model from the, the war, World War II, the ones they draw on the, that's cool. That's awesome. But looking like your grandma, like, it, it, you went back in time and you're watching your grandma in her 20s. I wearing like a clothes. that part of her character. Right, that's you, man. I, think I that's did the not. whole point of the character. Oh, no, I get they're supposed to be classy, but there's classy in a way of doing it, and there's classy in no, a way of doing it. No, I think she's supposed to she be 1920s like classy, because that's why she's talking about like yeah. women being in the kitchen. Oh, no, like... I get that, but the way she was dressed, like the clothes didn't even fit correctly <laughs> on her. She just looked like a grandma, because everything was too big. Like, everything was, the hat was too big, the shawl was too big, the dress was too big. It just felt weird to watch. Um, I I like her as a character. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, don't, I just don't know. I didn't like this particular thing. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't like well, okay, I shouldn't say I didn't like it. it. To me, it felt the the the, the first part of this segment, the yeah, women, woman after woman interrupting each other yeah, yeah, yeah. type thing. Um, I felt like it was just very, um, it was very creative. I come I just, to expect that. Yeah, yeah, I come to expect it too. So I'm not going to carpet yeah, too yeah. much because it's what they do every year yep. for every Royal Rumble. I just feel like it's not the most creative thing. Like we get right. it. You just want to show who's going to be in the match. Right. I get it. You know. Um, so that that aside. Because no, the the segment old like didn't like captivate me or anything yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Um, I also felt like because they've been establishing these talk show segments with with Alexa. Yeah, if Alexa had shown up in the Royal Rumble, that would have been a big surprise. Yeah, I would have liked that instead. I didn't. I saw the battles on Twitter about it. <laughs> yeah, I got into one myself. Not yeah. a battle, but yeah. Meltzer gave me shit for it. Oh, he, okay. uh, he, so why? Well, okay, so I tweeted... And we only have 15 minutes left, so I got to... Oh, really? Through. Yeah. How much time of the show do we have left? Uh, 15 minutes left in the show. No, no, of Raw. Oh, uh, we got Heavy Machinery, Ascension, the tag team titles, and then the uh, Ronda Rousey, Natalia, okay. and uh, Sasha. Um, yeah. So he basically... Like, basically, all I said was uh, I would have liked... I, I feel like it would have been better as one of the surprises of the Royal yeah. Rumble because okay. they announced... The people before I, I didn't understand the people being angry about them announcing women who were going to be in the Rumble match mm-hmm. prior because they do that every year. Yeah. But they don't usually announce the surprise ones like Alexa. Yeah. And I thought that that would have been, man, Alexa's music hitting and being in the Rumble would have been a huge, cool moment for the Women's Royal Rumble because everyone thinks that she's not returning to the ring. Right. So that was me. I felt that way. I tweeted saying, like, maybe, I tweeted saying I didn't like it. I thought it should have been yeah. a surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I tweeted something like, well, maybe they just wanted to dampen the response that she gets because they didn't want her to get this huge face pop when her music hits yeah. because she's a heel. Yeah. And Meltzer basically responded to me and kind of like said that I was. That, that they probably did it because um, they wanted to sell last-minute tickets because they haven't finished selling all the tickets yet. And that, you know, basically by me saying that, I was saying that Alexa isn't a draw and that she means nothing in terms of ticket sales. And I was like, I didn't say that. What? I was just saying that creatively it would have been better sometimes, to have her as a surprise. Meltzer sometimes, I don't understand. This is getting old. This is what happens is when you get old, you start, like, 
seeing he's been doing it what 30 40 years oh yeah long time yeah so you get to that age where you're just like you'll you 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 see offense where offense isn't there because your mind starts working in a certain when you connect thoughts you're like wait what that yeah, makes no I, sense I, I was a little confused but i mean like look at i i feel like we we um we worked it out well he's his way tweeted he said how about the idea – I said the only thing that makes sense is that they didn't want her to get a huge return pop, so they did this in advance. And Meltzer said, how about the idea that somebody may actually think she's a star and they have tickets to sell and the idea is to get people to buy the network for the pay-per-view? Your argument is that she means nothing and the best what? she can do is a pop as opposed to actually mean something for the business. And I, I was a little like, that's not what I said, not what I meant. And we, we had a civilized talk okay. about it. Okay. Um, yeah. It's also, amazing like, how so, you have to have civilized talks with people who seek offense in your words. <laughs> I tr- I, I'm trying to be more open-minded. No, 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 no. I also want to gain knowledge from others. So it's fine. Whatever. Okay. I'll take it. All right. Um, also, I should say that Alexa uh, – so a few weeks ago when we were on here and we were talking about the topless yeah. thing. I said that she – it was her – I had heard that yeah. it was her idea. Um, and if that was the case, I probably wouldn't find – I really don't think people should be offended by it. I had heard that she wanted yeah. to pay homage to, to Trish Stratus. She went out there and said today that's not true. She mm-hmm. deleted the tweet right after, so maybe she thought the article said something else. Yeah. I don't know. Like, she did delete the tweet. She said false and then like quickly after deleted it. Yeah. I'm very, I was very confused. I, it wasn't a negative thing I was saying. If it wasn't the case, I still feel the same way with the segment. I don't think it was that big of a deal. Okay. If I – Put out any false uh, information. I apologize. That was not my intention. Yeah, I didn't put it on the site for a reason because I thought that it was just not a big deal. But that's my fault. Okay. So if it was wrong, I apologize. There you go. Fair enough. All right, let's move on here. Then uh, Ascension versus Heavy Machinery. Quickly, great, right? Yeah, you didn't like. I uh, your face it's like the it was something different. It's the Ascension. Okay, with well, the Ascension, totally. They squashed yeah. the Ascension, and they, I'm just like, but they didn't, didn't even you just like, build them up. They shouldn't even let Connor in the match. Yeah, I agree. They just beat the shit out of Victor the it whole was time. Like, Okay, so now we're sending them up. So, all right. but I did think they put the 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 heavy machinery over. They put them for over now. Well. They made them seem fun. Yeah, yeah. They were like a fun, too cool like tag team, but big dudes. I was into that. It could work out that revival takes on um, heavy machinery. And I it's can a see fun that. little a foursome for a while. I can that see that as well. That I was thinking the exact same thing, especially with AOP. If one of them's injured and they need yep. someone to kind of step in there. Yep. All right, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable versus The Revival. This basically served to reunite Zack Ryder uh, with his boy there from 3MB. Do you like this? I loved it. Okay. I I like Zack Ryder and Kurt yeah. Hawkins. Mm-hmm. I was an ECW on w, WWE ECW I'm not, fan. I'm sorry, not 3MB. I'm sorry, Kurt Hawkins. Kurt Hawkins, yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry about that. I was a WWE ECW fan. Yep. I watched it with my friends okay. uh, when it aired on TV. I literally would go to my friend's house every every week to go watch it at his house. So I like I, I have a place in my heart for things still related to that show. And like the Major Brothers are part of that. You know, yeah. they were on the ECW show back in the day. Zack Ryder was on the ECW show back in the day. Um, so yeah, I, I, I like the the Major Brothers or the Edges, whatever they're going to go by. Yeah, I thought it was ridiculous that that they've had Zack Ryder sitting on the sidelines doing nothing yeah. for a year. Yeah. That they've had Kurt Hawkins there, their best friends. And instead of having Kurt Hawkins lose all the time, which is fun, but it's run its course. And yes. I would like to see them get a serious push because Kurt Hawkins is a good wrestler. Yeah. Kurt Hawkins, you know, he there's a reason the Rock trains with Kurt Hawkins sometimes when he wants to come back into the ring, yeah. you know. And so, like, I think that it's a it's a, it's good to have the the Major Brothers, Edgeheads, whatever they're going to be called, yeah. back in the tag team division as a team. They're they're a good team. And if they're feuding with the revival, I like that. That's cool. Yeah, I saw someone on Twitter said uh, they should call them the Hasbro's. <laughs> and I was like, if you can get away with the marketing on that, I'm down. That is pretty good. I like the Hasbro. Hey, they have a wrestler named Fandango. Yeah, true. That's <laughs> all a good point. 
That's a good point. <laughs> Although they announce, they, they say it differently. They say Fandango. Oh, that's right. And I think that's how they get away with it. I don't know. That's my guess. Back in my old incarnation of a show I used to host, me and the, uh, uh, my co-host, we would battle over Fandango all the time because I hated Fandango. I not, a, hated not a fan? Him. He loved him and I hated you, him. Aaron, is because that Because when they were about? pushing him. They were, no, no, not Aaron. Someone before that. My friend Andre. We, uh-huh. had a, we had a podcast or a YouTube show that we did for half an hour. We would break down Raw. And he was like – he loved Fandango. And I was like, God, it killed this push already. I hated it so much. <laughs> but the, the fashion police, I love that shit. Good, That's good. good stuff. All right. Anyway, we, we, what's the use of having the tag team title? It's really being used to push somebody – Another team getting it. it's so weird. What's good? That's it's a black hole. That title. Um, all right, Ronda Rose and uh, Ronda Rousey, rather than Natalia, took on Sasha Banks and Bailey. This was an interesting well, first. Thing oh was yeah, that promo. Ahead. Yeah, oh. that promo was rough. Ugh. And you know what sucks is it actually would have been a really good promo. It was just that one part. What does she want me to do? Well, yeah, that part too. <laughs> but no, there was like there was part where she meant to say. Sentence, yeah. but she said seconds or maybe vice mm-hmm. versa, and she caught herself. Like she was like, few seconds, sentence, se- seconds. And you could tell, yeah. like, as, as someone who maybe not on that, definitely not sure, on that sure, level, sure, but sure. as someone who has acted before, I know what that's like. Yeah. When you catch yourself and then you can't get it out of your head, and you're like, and I've never had to do it on live TV yeah, yeah, to yeah. where, like, you know, that's that's rough. Like, I've nerves come play as a child, you know, yeah. and like your nerves. Kill you when that happens. Yeah. On live TV, it's amplified by like a gajillion, you know. So I felt yeah. bad for her in that regard because it did. I liked the 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 concept of just like her being so mad, yeah, and duh, 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 head BAC, run Rousey, <laughs> and like walked in and her music hit right away. I yeah. did think that was kind of badass. I thought that was a cool badass yeah. visual of like right before she run Rousey, right. like walked out. Um, but it did have almost like an, uh, an aura of Jeff Hardy where we joked where he had to do the like, okay, I'm out of here, goodbye, bye. Yeah. Like, you know how he likes to do that sometimes? It kind of had that vibe to it a little bit in the promo where she was like, I'm just going to speed through this as fast as possible because I totally screwed up that one part and it yeah. got in my head. Um, but but um, I, I the match itself was, was fine. I thought the match was yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, the match was good. I enjoyed it. I just didn't feel like Ex- it was yep. – the ending itself was like something that made me go like, I got to watch the Royal Rumble now. No, yeah, I know. You I know? agree. Well, it didn't help that Bailey botched her and Ronda botched that whatever the hell they were trying mm-hmm. to do with that. And I was like, oh, you. she's still a work in progress, man. You got to give her props for that. But she's done, she is a good wrestler. Can't argue that she's not a good wrestler. She's just still a work in progress in terms of timing. Would you be okay so. with Sasha Banks winning the title on Sunday? No. No? It's not that I don't want I, – look, I, there's maybe nobody who's a bigger Sasha Banks fan than me and she's been like just – she's been hard done by some of the booking and the storylines in this situation. I think she's fantastic. She should have the belt for an extended run past one defense. Um, but I don't think it serves a purpose to have her win it. It doesn't push the four horsemen versus horsewomen storyline. Well, it kind of does. You don't want Sasha having the belt. It's Becky who should have the belt. It's Charlotte who should have before, before Sasha. That carries more heat into a four-on-four match. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So to me, it doesn't make sense. Now, if Ronda cheats to win and keeps the belt somehow, now we have ourselves a little bit of a feud. You want Ronda heel turn so bad. It has to happen. You can't be with <laughs> Shayna and be face. You just can't. I feel like 
you don't need to turn Ronda Rousey yet because you have that ace in the hole of Shayna. Yeah. The second you want to turn her heel, Shayna's it's very there. easy. Oh, yeah. Bring Shayna and the posse in. Yeah. The second those three hit the ring, place is going to go apeshit. That's what I'm saying. That's going to happen. It's going to happen, but yeah. it has to wait till after WrestleMania, I you think. You think so? Yeah. It's not going to be at WrestleMania 4 on 4. They keep alluding to horsemen all over the place on their social media. Oh, oh even there Bailey. Is, no, you're right. There, no, no. Even I saw. Bailey got into There was it. a lot. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> They've been pushing the four horsemen women narrative into this road room a lot. I just feel like how, they're going to come out and help her beat Sasha. I mean, the only thing that I guess makes sense of if they come out and they help her beat Sasha, which is insane that Ronda needs help to beat Sasha. We could, in theory, get four horsewomen versus four horsewomen at Elimination Chamber, as opposed to like Survivor Series, like everyone thought it was going to be down the line to help build up the WrestleMania match. Okay, so then there's a possibility here if Sasha does win. Then Ronda takes it back at Elimination Chamber with the help of these girls. Or uh, Sasha fights Ronda in a rematch at Elimination Chamber after Ronda gets help from these girls at Royal Rumble to help her beat Sasha. Sasha calls reinforcements on the sidelines with Becky and Charlotte and uh, and uh, uh, Bailey there on the sidelines. Then that whole match goes down. Ronda still wins. Now you have four and four at WrestleMania. That so, but see, sense. that's not main event worthy though. You don't think four and four horsewomen? You think Shayna and Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir with Ronda as main event worthy against the other girls? I, yes. I love both. Don't get me wrong. I'm a huge four horsewomen MMA fan. Yeah, I just feel like there's like to be the main event of WrestleMania, you have to be pretty well known. Yeah. I don't know if Jessamine and Marina are there yet. Like, they've only oh, been on I the I see show. what you're saying. No, no, no. I don't think they'll main event WrestleMania, but they'll be one of the top matches at WrestleMania. But this year the is the title only will chance. Be WrestleMania. This year is the biggest chance the women have ever had yeah. to actually main event WrestleMania. So you think Becky Lynch or somebody wins that? Ha- Becky or Ronda or Charlotte, Charlotte have to be in the main event this year. Okay. They have to. Against Ronda. If, if not now, when, man? Okay. Like, it's going to happen. Look at look at Raw. Yeah. They're ending Raw almost weekly yeah. now with, with, with Ronda Rousey's segments. Ronda, yeah, I right. think they're trying to condition people to be like, no, Ronda Rousey's the main event of WWE right now. Okay. And I mean, what do they think? They were Brock there instead of Brock and yeah. Braun to close the show? Yeah. They've got to have Ronda versus yeah. Becky close the show yeah. with Charlotte in there, too, I think. Yeah. I think Charlotte's in there, too. Yeah, somehow. It's got to be a three-way. Yeah, all right. And that does free her up if she loses the title. That's what I'm saying. So, oh, good point. To be in that match somehow. She could even lose the match. She could even lose the match and enter the Royal Rumble. And then she gets a title shot with whoever she wants. She's like, I don't want the Raw Bell. Yeah. I want that bitch Becky Lynch. Fair. You know? I like that. I don't know. That's okay. how I can see it. I don't know. I, this right. isn't an inside. This is just Ryder Ryan yeah, thinking out of his head. Out of I don't know. That's good. All right. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. Don't go running with that one. Like the Alexa Bliss thing. <laughs> I just said a guess. guess. Uh, the Alexa listing wasn't a guess. I heard that from the source. Hey, when you but, have the when you have the blue check mark at a site, that's kind of goes with the territory. I know, unfortunately, I know. I know. Uh, all right. Well, uh, thanks everybody for watching this uh, uh, Collider Body Slam Raw recap. Uh, Ryan, tell people where they can find everything. Uh, YouTube.com slash c slash Wrestling Sheet. That's the YouTube channel where you can watch the video of us doing this recap. Hey-o. You can watch Wrestling Sheet Radio as well. You can see other videos that I do. Uh, that's where uh, we, you know, wrestling sheet radio, um, different lists, different fun things. I'm trying mm-hmm. to set up different interviews. You can watch the video we did last week with Poppy. Yep. Poppy watches bloody wrestling. I'm glad most of you like that. For those of you who aren't familiar with Poppy, I recommend you check it out. Uh, it's a pretty fun video. She's an interesting character, to say the least. <laughs> uh, also, prowrestlingsheet.com. That's the website at wrestling sheet on all social media. Also, uh, if you're at, if you're on the YouTube channel. 
Please subscribe. Please like. Please comment. Please share it if you really enjoyed the show. Uh, all those things help out a lot. Uh, if you only want to listen to the shows while you're driving and you're in your car or you're working around the house and you prefer podcasts, uh, check out our podcast feed. It's on Podcast One. You just search Wrestling Sheet Radio. That's where our whole feed is with all the different shows that we do here. Also, I just started a new thing with Ryback, the big oh, guy. Yeah, uh, I he asked me to start doing uh, a weekly roundup of wrestling news on his podcast, Conversation with the Big Guy. Nice. Uh, he wanted to be able to talk about wrestling news again, but he felt like he needed someone to kind of like guide him on it, so he's not um, uh, regurgitating shitty news, basically. So he asked me to be his weekly correspondent there. Started doing that. Uh, on Sunday, I think the episode just went up last night, late last night, but some good stuff on there. Nice. I mean, Ryback and I talk about the revival and, and Mike Kanellis asking for their releases, and I feel like as someone who requested his own release before he got out, I feel like he has some some yeah. you know valuable insight, insight, insight yeah. into that conversation. Um, so I thought it was interesting. He also talks about um, whether he'd be interested in, in working with All Elite Wrestling um, and, and various topics uh, related to All Elite Wrestling. So go check out the interview. I think you guys will like it. Get my love. I like Ryback. I always did. I thought the, un- the Goldberg chance were unfair to him. Me too. Uh, all right. Thanks, everyone. You can follow me at The Roca Says on Twitter and on Instagram. Let us let me know what you thought about Raw and uh, what you think is going to happen on SmackDown Live tonight. And uh, we'll talk tomorrow. We'll be back with another Collider Body Slam SmackDown Live recap to talk about all the shenanigans. ProWrestlingSheet.com Napa know-how This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah, an upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 